You're listening to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. And a good morning to everybody out there. Welcome to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. This is going to be a different podcast. I hope that you enjoy it. First of all, don't forget to like and subscribe to my Facebook channel. You can download my podcast wherever you get your podcast. Switching gears a little bit, this is going to be a little bit more mellow podcast. If you've noticed, I do not have the music in the background this time. I've been criticized for that, that it is distracting, especially when I'm trying to get my point across. I think I've had an epiphany. I've listened to my wife's cousin's podcast earlier this morning on the way to work, and I realized that he does it right. It was very powerful. He interviewed this lady that he went to church with, and she had a very powerful message, and I was completely moved by what he is doing in his podcast. I've also been listening to a lot of religious podcasts, especially from the faith that I grew up in, Church of Christ. I started thinking to myself, yeah, this is a sports podcast. I've been doing it for about a year and a half, but what is my purpose in life? Well, obviously my purpose in life is to glorify God, to make sure that I'm a big influence on my children, to make sure they get to heaven. You know, we were watching the Olympics last night. Uh, I took my daughter to a baseball game. We went to the playoffs, the Columbus Chattahoots. I'm trying to make sure that I'm a good influence on my kids. And I also want them to have fun. She enjoys baseball. She enjoys gymnastics. I showed her Simone Biles on the balance beam and she was wowed by it. I was like joking around. I was like, did you do that in gymnastics practice? It was funny. Uh, I actually started examining my life and the whole purpose of this podcast and what I'm doing. Yeah, I wanted to get on this podcast and talk about how the Lakers signed Carmelo Anthony. I was going to make a joke or two about how much older they've gotten. I saw a funny meme where it said that not only the uh, the whole lineup of the Lakers are not only going to collect a game check, they're also going to collect their social security checks. <laughs> it's It was funny. But another thing I realized because... My time is precious. I have a lot of work with my job and everything. And now that I'm the PA announcer for Russell County High Football, I know that I got to prioritize my time. And I'm also teaching a Bible class at my church. And I got to prep for that. And listening to my wife's cousin's podcast completely changed the way I'm thinking. And the way that I need to reach out to the community and use the talents that God has given me. I do love talking about sports, but I also need to make sure that I'm glorifying God as well. One thing that I really got into, and with me being in the military, I got to be very careful when it comes to talking about politics. Because I started listening to some podcasts that are political. And for many of you that know me, you know that I, I lean to the right. It's it's obvious. I, I voted for Trump in 2016 and in 2020. I've listened to podcasts like Sean Hannity, Ben Shapiro, Candace Owens, and they're great. I do hear the other side. I do have friends that lean to the left. I do hear why they believe in what they believe. But I do feel sports is getting political and we are steering in the wrong direction as a country, especially in a pandemic. What this pandemic has taught me in the last year and a half is you're not in control. 
And when you think you're in control, God is going to put you in a position where he is in control. You have to just let him work in your life. And I know that I was on the path to becoming a sports talk radio show announcer when I was on 95.7 ESPN radio and I was a guest host. I actually thought that that was a shoe in that they were going to offer me the job. During that time, the pandemic hit. It was March of 2020, and I was anxious to hear that I was going to get the job, and then found out that they completely shut down the radio station, and they have not done local programming since then. Um, I said, okay, that's fine. The pandemic has taught me to spend more time with my family, be a better father, be a better husband. And that's the thing is, nobody is perfect. But as I listen to my wife's cousin's podcast, and I realize he mentions my wife a couple times in the podcast, and it really moved me because this woman that he interviewed, I know that she has touched my wife's life. My wife grew up in the church, and she was raised right by two loving Christian parents, something that I had as well. And I look back at my life, and I think, Am I doing it right? You know, when I was at Freed Hardman and I was a broadcasting major, I had a lot of broadcasting colleagues to include Chris Vernon. Chris Vernon is a very popular sports talk radio host in Memphis. I listen to his podcast. I'm a fan of his. He's got great personality. He was in my broadcasting classes. And I know I joke around saying, well, he was sort of a rival, a nemesis, because I was jealous of him. He had so much talent, and I've wanted to do a show with Chris Vernon. Another person, Brad Page, he was the co-host with me on the Up All Night show, which was a silly talk show that we did right after midnight. You know, at Freed Harmon University, we had curfew, and everybody is in their dorms after midnight. And so we put on this show that aired, and it was funny. I had fun doing it. The problem was I was so egotistic that I would just step all over Brad and I would not let him talk. And I'm so ashamed of that. I am very sorrowful. I think that I let my ego get in the way of what could have been a friendship. I'm not really close friends with Brad Page or Jonathan Wood or any of the people that you know, I was friends with at Freed Harmon because we've grown apart. I got married. I had kids. And... You know, life goes on. But what broadcasting taught me at Freed Harmon is that it's not all about you. You may have the talent to do broadcasting. And yes, I have done this podcast for a year and a half. I have not had the listeners that I've wanted, but I want to steer this podcast in a different direction and try to do something different. First of all, when I first started this podcast, I had guests. I would like to get the guests back. I actually think that if I had a better close relationship with the guests, I wouldn't have steered them away. And I know that we all have busy lives, but I can at least get on this podcast and just speak my mind and tell you what I am thinking about. So this podcast is going to be different. It's a Wednesday. I'm going to try to do this podcast every day. I feel like I could build my audience if I'm putting out a podcast. Now, the content may not be perfect, the production value may not be perfect as well. As you can tell, there's no music in the background this time. And so we had some sports go on 
last night. Of course, the Lakers signing Carmelo Anthony. He's 37 years old. Yes, the Lakers got older. A lot older. But look at their starting five. They're all future Hall of Famers. Is that really what they want to do? Are the Lakers going to win a championship that way? I think not. We also had the Olympics last night. And I was watching a 19-year-old win the 800 meter. That has not happened since 68. And my daughters were up late last night watching the Olympics. And I thought to myself, this would be a great opportunity to show my daughters that they can do whatever they want to do, whether it's gymnastics, swimming, or track and field, or even baseball. I was talking to a guy in the stands last night at the Chattahoots game who coaches softball. We really got into how great Golden Park was and how it was the site of the 1996 Olympics for softball. And we had a great time. And the Chattahoots, although they lost the game, they play game three tonight against the Gainesville Braves for the right to go to the Sun Belt league final championships in their inaugural season i actually think this is a good thing for the city of columbus to have the chattahoots here and i was looking in the stands and i saw a bunch of passionate baseball fans fans that crave baseball that live in columbus that want a baseball team here in the city Golden Park is very historic a lot of former major league players have played here And it was a wonderful sight to see. And I really am looking forward to going back to a Chattahoots game. And maybe someday Columbus will have a minor league baseball team once again. The Columbus Catfish were in the Sally League. They last were at Golden Parks in 2008. And that was the last time we had a minor league team in Columbus. All right, since I know I'm going to do this show every day now, Yay. It's time to preview the AFC West. Like I said, I was going to do. You got four teams in the AFC West. You have the Kansas City Chiefs that reached the Super Bowl last year. However, they lost to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 31-9. Patrick Mahomes is still the same quarterback. He He is great. He's the best quarterback in the NFL. He had a 99 in the Madden ratings. That's very important, by the way. He lost that Super Bowl because of the pass rush of Tampa Bay. He had two offensive linemen that were out. Kansas City actually upgraded on the offensive line, getting Joe Thune from the New England Patriots, a very underrated offensive lineman. They also have weapons like the best tight end in football, Travis Kelsey. Say what you want, the Kansas City Chiefs have that weapon, and they also have Tyreek Hill, the fastest wide receiver in the league. Don't forget, they also have Sammy Watkins and a running back that's just going to get better. Clyde Edwards-Alaire is a great running back. He was in his rookie season last year. He had an impact right out the gate, and he is only going to get better. And on the defensive side, you still have the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew. You still have Frank Clark. You still have Chris Jones. You have some great defensive players that are underrated And Steve Spagnuolo, the defensive coordinator for the Chiefs, does a great job. So the Chiefs are going to win the AFC West. There is actually no doubt about that. What record are they going to have? I think that they're going to have a great regular season, and they're going to compete in the AFC. If they get home field advantage, I think they're going to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl once again. So I think 
that the Kansas City Chiefs are going to finish 13-4. and Now, that is a very high record for a 17-game season. I know that a lot of experts think that they are going to go undefeated. That's highly unlikely, especially with 17 games now. So the Kansas City Chiefs are going to finish first. The team that's going to finish second is the Los Angeles Chargers, and here's why. Because Justin Herbert, who broke the rookie record for touchdown passes for a quarterback, is back in his second year. He's got one of the best wide receivers in the game with Keenan Allen. He has a very underrated running back in Austin Eckler. And, of course, safety Derwin James returns. Now, I know there's a new coaching staff, but the Chargers in this is kind of a weak division in football. The Chargers, who had a lot of close games last year, they have a different coaching staff, so they're going to make adjustments. They're going to try to get in-game situations much better and I think the Chargers are going to win this division at 9-8. and eight. So that means the Kansas City Chiefs are going to run away with this division. But the Chargers are right there. They could sneak into the wild card. Now the next team is going to be the Las Vegas Raiders. I still think a good team head coach, John Gruden, has got them steered in the right direction. GM Mike Mayock has made some great pickups, especially on the defense with Max Crosby. Derek Carr, he's frustrated. He wants to win now. He does have some weapons. I do think that the Raiders have the tools. Darren Waller, a very underrated tight end. Their offensive line is one of the best in the league. And they actually, in the spotlight, did a very good job beating the Saints last year. And this is going to be the first year that the Las Vegas Raiders are going to have fans. So I'm looking forward to seeing the Raider fans come out to Allegiant Stadium. But the Raiders are going to finish in third, and they're going to have a 8-9 and nine record. They're going to be right below the Chargers. And that leads me to my final team in the AFC West. That is going to be the Denver Broncos, who still can't get their quarterback right. They do have Teddy Bridgewater. I, I know that that's a good, solid pickup. He is a solid quarterback. He's going to compete for the starting job with Drew Locke. And I think that the Denver Broncos still have a lot of holes now, they did get some pieces on defense, and they do have Vic Fangio. He's on the hot seat. If Denver does not win this year, I think Vic Fangio is going to be gone. They haven't really got their head coach right since they went to the Super Bowl with Peyton Manning, and they haven't had their quarterback right since Peyton Manning retired. But the Denver Broncos are just going to be in a rebuilding year. Uh, Jerry Judy is going to improve as a wide receiver. I think that he is going to be a pretty good wide receiver. Noah Fant is a very underrated tight end. But I do think the Broncos are going to take a step back and they're going to finish 7-10. and 10. Not a terrible team, but in a division with the Kansas City Chiefs, I think the Chiefs are going to dominate and the Broncos uh, they might beat each other out with the Raiders and the Chargers, but they're just going to be slightly worse than the Raiders and the Chargers in the AFC West. Well, that's it. That's my preview of the AFC West. Stay tuned for tomorrow's show as I preview the AFC South. A very interesting because Carson Wentz is not on the Colts. Very interesting because Carson Wentz is injured. He is out 8 to 12 weeks. And also, how are the Jacksonville Jaguars going to do? It looks like Trevor Lawrence looking really good in spring in training camp. And I'm really excited that training camp is here. And I also want to make an announcement on this show. On Fridays, I'm going to have an extended show. I'm, what I'm going to do is a special show. 
I'm going to end up having two shows. I'm going to have my normal sport. I'm going to have my normal sports show, and then I'm going to have a special edition of high school football preview. As many of you know, I'm the new PA announcer for Russell County High Football. The Warriors will start their season August the 20th against Smith Station. Now that's a 7A team in Alabama. Russell County is a 6A team, and it's going to be interesting to see how they fare this season. They did not win a game at all last season, but they have a new coaching staff. They have a really good, optimistic onside on the season, and I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to include them on my show. I'm going to preview college. I'm going to preview high school football throughout the Chattahoochee Valley to include teams in Georgia and teams in Alabama, and it's going to be fun. I can't wait. I'm trying to build my audience to other areas and not just sports. You know, the Godfather once had a quote, just when I thought I was out, they pull me back in. And I know that quote is from the Godfather three, which is the lesser of the Godfather trilogy. A lot of people think it's one of the worst movies of all time. It's not. I know people think that Godfather one and two are the two best movies of all time. The Godfather three did get a 68 on Rotten Tomatoes. It's not a terrible movie. It's just that the standards between Godfather one and Godfather two is completely different but i love that quote you know they're pulling me back in but that's great hey everybody thank you for listening to my podcast i want to thank all my listeners and subscribers i know that at one time this podcast was growing and growing and then the pandemic happened and we just shut everything down but i'm hoping to improve my podcast i'm hoping to get a better audience and i'm hoping to have guests I really would like to have guests once again. I know we did a phoner, and it just doesn't sound all that great, but I'm trying to build a studio where I can actually get on with the microphone and have a guest in studio. That would be fun as well, and I'm hoping to go Facebook Live as well, but i got to build my studio. So that's it. Talk to you tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye, everybody. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdred. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been The Sports Beat, with your host, Richard Holdred. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.